Welcome to the All Things Overlanding Podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey everybody, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. On today's episode of the podcast slash vlog, I'm going to be talking about updates for my do-it-yourself rooftop tent. I've actually made a pretty good amount of headway. I'm getting pretty close. I think I'm about a week, week and a half or two away from being done with the whole thing. Um, and I've also learned some stuff. I screwed some stuff up. And actually, I didn't screw it up, but the tent came out not being as long as I thought. And our box, actually, the way that we made it is actually slightly longer than... Um, than it was supposed to be. So there are some difficulties here that I'm going to run through with you guys. So um, if you want to hear more about that, if you want to hear about the rooftop 10 updates, um, definitely stay tuned. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. All right, guys, so what we're going to start with is I'm going to walk you around the garage. I'm going to show you the boxes, kind of the current state of the waterproofing that I'm doing. Um, I'm also going to show you uh, plans for the tent, and I'm going to show you how the tent is not as long as I thought, and also how the box is longer than I thought, and how I'm going to kind of remedy that issue. Um, so come with me out to the garage, and let's take a look. I have put down the first coat of spar urethane on both sides, and now I'm test fitting the tent. One thing that I'm finding is, one, we made our box a little long on accident. We're a little over seven feet, eight inches. Um, the tent description on Amazon says seven and a half feet over seven and a half feet all over it. But when I'm actually measuring the tent here, it's just barely seven feet long. It's like seven foot one. Now, maybe it stretches some, which is what I'm kind of hoping for. Also, what I'm thinking is, so... You know, here you can kind of see the whole thing laid out there. So if I put it in the middle and just leave a few inches on each end, the plan is to mount the fabric, to cut the bottom out of the tent and mount the fabric out here, so on the outer edge. That way all the rain and condensation will run down the outside of the box and, and evacuate the box. So what I'm kind of thinking is I may use some of that bottom of the tent material down here. So, like, I may just cut this back to here, you know, and then fold that out to give me that extra distance to get it over the edge of this box. So that might actually be good, right? Um, the only thing that's gonna be questionable is, obviously there's only so much fabric here. So if I've got this over the front and I stretch that out, there's gonna be sort of a gap here. So I'm gonna have to maybe use some of the extra material from the bottom and then sew a patch in or you know some sort of like a little V-shaped piece of cloth there to waterproof that and then get it over the edge of the box. But the nice thing is by cutting the bottom out of the tent, I'll, I should have plenty of extra material. Um, and then as you can see here, it's kind of a V-shaped tent. So this top is going to kind of pop up here. And then the plan is just to sort of adhere it right inside the inside lip to this 
here. So basically what will happen is, you know, when this, when the top is laid on top of the bottom, right back here on the back is where the hinge is going to go, which I'll show you really quick. This is that poly hinge that I've been describing. So it's a three inch poly hinge. Um, and basically what you do is you just screw these flat parts to the two pieces of wood, right? So I'll lay the top box on top of this bottom box here. And then once I do that, then I'm gonna take the poly hinge and you know, put half of it. So the bottom half of this line will be screwed into the bottom part and the top half will be screwed into the top part of the box all the way down the box. Um, once that's done, then I should just be able to, you know, to open and close it um, with that hinge on there. And so then again, the plan is to take the V, the top part of the tent and attach that to the inside lip of it. So when it lays down, it'll lay like this. Um, and then when I, when I open it, undo the latches and the gas struts take, it's just gonna lift up just like that. And so with the bottoms, you know, the bottom will be stuck via the little fabric snaps here. So here's the little fabric snaps. Um, so basically what'll happen is these little, I don't know what you call them, these little things here will be on the outside of the box permanently. And the first time when I open it up, I will take the snap part and I will go around the box and I will find all the little, you know, rivets basically and find the matching, I'll match up the, the snaps on the tent and go snap, 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 snap all the way around the tent the first time that I set it up for like a trip, for example. And then, uh, and then yeah, same with the roof. I, I don't, don't think I'll ever undo that, but so I'm gonna put some snaps through the roof that will attach it to the box. And so that'll just always be attached. Um, but so every time, the first time that I go camping, so to keep it protected, when I finish a trip, for example, I'll undo all those snaps all the way around, and then I'm gonna push the tent fabric back into the box, and uh, and then I'll close it up, pull it down, latch the two latches, and drive home. And then, you know, when I get home, I'll probably take the tent material and air it out some, take the, you know, the cloth and all my sleeping bags and all that stuff out. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of the plan. But so I do need, it does look like I'm gonna be a little bit short, so putting that kind of in the middle, I'm a few inches short on each end, so I'm thinking I just need to use some of the the bottom fabric, and I may need to do some sewing, So, which was what I was kind of trying to avoid, which kind of sucks, but I guess it's still better than sewing my whole entire tent from scratch. Um, so we'll see. Um, but anyways, that's just a quick update. I'm going to probably put another coat of spar urethane on just to make sure that the inside of the box is good and waterproofed. Um, but again, then maybe give it a couple days just to be safe to let it fully cure, and... Uh, then I'm going to be assembling. So it'll be interesting to see how the tent works out again. If you were building your box and using this as a basis, FYI, it's not fully seven and a half feet long. The River Country uh, 1A backpacker tent, it's just over a little over seven foot long. It's about seven foot one inch, um, just kind of rough numbers. I mean, I spread it out, but it's definitely not quite seven and a half, I don't think. Um, so yeah, anyways, um, I'll update you as, as more comes out, but this is kind of where I'm at right now. So. All right, guys. So as you saw slash heard, depending on whether you're listening on the podcast or watching on YouTube, the tent is actually maybe about seven foot, one inch or two inches long. Um, my wife, I had my wife stretching it to help me try and get it to its full length. And one of the things that she mentioned was there were these uh, sort of like uh, loops on the end for using stakes to 
attach it to the ground. Maybe they were measuring from those. I don't know. I went back and I reread uh, what they said in the description of the tent on Amazon. And it says multiple times throughout the description, you know, with more than seven and a half feet inside the tent, you'll have tons of room for you and your gear, things like that. So like, I definitely got the measurements right from what I read on there. But again, there it's a little bit less. It's maybe three or four inches at least under seven and a half feet. Um, and then my box is about seven feet, eight inches long on the inside. So basically, I think what I'm going to do is just cut the fabric from the bottom a little bit longer, and then that should stretch over. And I may need to cut out of the remaining fabric that comes out of the bottom of the tent some sort of V-shaped pieces to fill in between the two flaps. So from the short side to the long side, once I get stretched out, there's going to be a gap here in between those two. So I need to get some more fabric. I'll take some of that bottom fabric and I'm just going to stitch it in there and then spray it with some waterproofing, you know, spray that stuff that you use to waterproof your tents, maybe um, just to make it as waterproof as possible. So there are some issues there, but it's easily fixable, I feel like. So now I'm going to run you through sort of access. So a lot of people have said, okay, cool, this thing's awesome. It goes up on the roof. How do you get up into it, right? Are you climbing up on your tires and your, you know, sliders and climbing up the side of the truck? No, just like most rooftop tents, I'm going to use a telescoping ladder. Um, and I'm going to walk you through that here in a second. I'll show you on the video and describe it as I go for those on the podcast. Um, I actually got a 10 and a half foot and I'm going to go through that too, just for multiple uses, but I'm going to show you how I'm going to attach it to the, to the rooftop tent and I'm going to show you where I'm going to store it and all that stuff too. So here we go with that. All right guys. So second, uh, coat of spar urethane is on top and bottom. So now I'm just going to wait a couple of days to give that plenty of time to set up and sort of cure dry. Um, and then I should be pretty waterproof on the inside. It's all Herculine on the outside, which is looking pretty great. Um, I don't think I'm gonna have any problems with, you know, water getting through or anything like that. Hopefully, you know, we'll see. Um, so there's that. Now, another thing that I wanted to touch on in this update is how I plan to get up there, right? So it's going to be, you know, six and a half, seven feet up in the air on the top of my truck. I've got the awning out right now, just kind of airing out. I got a new, um, a new pole from Tough Stuff. It took about five months. They were out of stock. So I think last October I hit them up and I finally just got a new pole. So thanks to them. I don't, it sucks that it took that long, but you know, overall I'm still really happy with it. I mean, this thing has been just immaculate. It's, I, I realized too, that when it was downpouring and it ruined the tarp, I had stuffed it up in there back in the bag and then I never reopened it, never dried it out, but there's no mold on it, no problems with it. So that's why I've got it out right now, just airing out about five months later. Um, but again, no mold, everything looks good. So that is now fixed. But so as you can see, that goes off the driver's side. Um, so the way that the tent box is gonna go is, this box is, and you can kind of see we've drilled the holes here, right? So this is gonna be the back right here. So we, it can only go so far back on those cross members there on the roof rack. I can zoom, I guess I can't. Um, it can only go so far back on the cross members there because then the back hatch has to lift up. So it can't hang off the back because it'll get in the way of the hatch. I wouldn't be able to open it and use my drawer system. So basically it's gonna go about seven inches in from the back of the truck is about where the hatch opens up to. And then there's gonna be one cross member there, then a second cross member that goes there, and then a third cross member that goes right there. So I have three total cross members. I put three pretty massive three eighths inch U-bolts, um, which are these right here. So I'm putting three of these up front and three of them in the back, and then I'm gonna do two in the middle just as extra um, holding power, I guess, if you will, to make sure this thing does not go anywhere on top of the truck. 
Um, and then it's going to hang off the front a little bit, probably a little bit less than a foot, maybe like 10 inches off the front over the, the roof of the cab. So it's pretty long. And as you probably saw earlier in the video, um, it turns out that the tent isn't even quite seven and a half feet long. And my box is a little longer than seven and a half feet long. So you could probably, you know, if you're watching this video and thinking of doing pretty much the same thing, you could probably cut off six inches from this box and you'd be fine. So instead of doing seven and a half feet, if you did seven feet, that just gives you some extra material on the tent and it would shorten up your box. And then like the overhang would be very minimal on the front of the truck. So that actually, you know, in hindsight, that's probably what I would do. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Um, but so then, you know, one of the things that people have asked is how are you going to get up there, right? So again, the tarp goes off the driver's side. This is the box. The hinge will be on the driver's side and the box will open on the passenger side. That's the plan. So there's going to be, you know, two latches. Um, which I've got somewhere. So on the side of the box here, there's going to be two of these latches. Um, these PowerTech pull action. They've each got a 400 pound capacity, so they should hold pretty tight. And they're adjustable so that, you know, I can adjust them down to make sure that they cinch nice and tight and keep everything uh, from moving. And they're also, they're made of galvanized steel, so they should be fine to be outside. Um, but so those two are going to hold the box down. So again, it's going to go up there. The hinge is going to be on the driver's side here, and the box is going to open like that on the passenger side, right? Um, and so then the way that I plan to get up there is I bought this ladder, and I will put a link down below in the description to exactly what ladder this is. I did a lot of research on these two. This one has a really good review uh, rating on Amazon, and it was about the cheapest one by about 15 or 20 bucks over everything else. So I've actually opened it up and taken it out inside the house and checked it out a little bit. And it's a really nice ladder. I actually also got a 10 and a half foot, even though I don't really need it. Like one of the eight foot ones would probably work, but it was the same price as the eight foot one. And I honestly figured, you know what? This thing's so small and compact, I might use it around the house. Like I might use it at Christmas time to put Christmas decorations and stuff up. Um, it just gives me some flexibility. Like why well, just have it for one thing, you know, when I could use it for multiples. So the way that I'm thinking that I'm going to use this is I'm actually going to put a couple of L brackets on the side of the box, um, spread out about the width of this. So, you know, say here and here-ish, and I'm going to use my vise and I'm going to put a little lip, maybe about a half inch lip on the L bracket. And I'm just going to have those permanently stuck on the side of the box. And then what I'm going to do is when I get to camp, I'm going to take this thing out. I'll either store this, you know, up flat in the, like on top of the bedding and stuff, which may be what I do just because that way it's always with the, the tent. Or I might also, like I said, if I'm going to be using it around the house and stuff, I may keep it like in the garage when I'm not on a trip or in the back of the truck um, just so that I can use it wherever I need it. Either way, though, the plan is, you know, unstrap the strap, take the top one, hang it basically from the L brackets, and then just telescope it down to the ground, lock it, and then climb up and you're in the tent. So I just wanted to show you my roof of the Xterra here really quick. Um... You'll notice I've got some difficulties that I'm going to have to overcome. Um, one being the four hellas that I just put on the front of the truck are too tall and are probably going to get in the way of the tent. I'm going to see if I can't skate 
right over the top of them. If I can, that would be awesome. But if I can't, I'm gonna have to dismount all of those. So that's fun. Um, also the traction mats obviously are gonna come off. What I'm actually thinking with those is, these are junk ones anyways. These Speedmaster ones, they're like the cheapest ones I could find. I've actually never had to use them, fortunately, but they've been up here for so long. I kind of feel like they would just splinter if I actually used them. So I may buy some Maxis or some um, Max Tracks or something like that and actually buy some nice ones because I do go solo a lot and it would be, it would behoove me to have better traction mats anyways. But I think I'm gonna mount my traction mats, either these ones or the new ones, to the actually the top of the box uh, for the rooftop tent. So I could still access them, they'll just be, you know, up here on top of the box and I would just climb up maybe using the telescoping ladder and grab them if I needed them. Um, another thing that I'm gonna have to overcome is, so you can see here with my awning, the stock ones, so you see that little thin piece of metal there that bolts to this big piece of aluminum? That is what you get stock to mount this thing to the truck. And I was just, with the way that these cross members are set up here, like there's just no great way to do it. And I really wasn't happy with it. And at the time I worked at a place that did like aluminum fabrication. So one of the guys there was like, hey, I'll help you out. Let's just, we'll come up with an idea. So basically we used two pieces of fairly thick aluminum, you know, along with this big piece of like extra aluminum that we had laying around. And again, aluminum, not gonna rust, which is really nice. But so we basically just fabricated these pieces of aluminum to sandwich the cross members. And then we bolted that stock fitting to this big piece of aluminum. So as you can see there, that's basically what holds the whole awning up and it does a great job. But the problem is, the plan is to set the rooftop tent on this. So I basically need to get these flat. So I'm gonna have to figure something out with that. I'm not 100% sure what I'm gonna do yet. Um, what I'm kind of hoping is maybe I can use the new U-bolts um, that are gonna hold the rooftop tent, take these pieces off and just sandwich that from the bottom up. And if I can hit two of these, because this does go you know, more than halfway across, if I can get two of those three back ones to cover that, then that would make me feel pretty good about it. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm not 100% sure what I'm gonna do, but I mean, this thing is on there so good, it's not moving at all. So if I do it tight enough, it should be okay. Um, again, the awning is right there. So that's gonna be a little close too. I'm gonna to have to almost keep it a little bit to the passenger, like just barely sitting on this rack here and then mostly over this side. Um, that also means then that I'm gonna to have to figure something out with the high lift, which I was thinking about that today. I may just move it, I don't know, to the front bumper. I've got some spots up there. I could mount it to the front bumper. I could possibly mount it to the hood, even though I don't like that because I've already got all the weight of the solar panel on there. So. If you guys have thoughts about that, if you guys have ideas for where that could go, I'd love to hear from you because I do not know where to put this thing. It may just have to go inside the truck, to be honest. It could also go on top of the rooftop tent box, I guess, but that's a lot of weight then on top of that. I mean, my, my shocks are rated at 80 pounds a piece and I've got two of them, but the wood itself probably weighs 30 or 40 pounds for the top. And then, I mean, that thing probably weighs 50 or 60 pounds, so that'd be pushing it. Um, anyways, so yeah, I'd love to hear from you guys if you have any ideas about what to do with that. All right, guys, so that's about it. That's the update for this week. So making some good headway, feeling pretty good about it. A little disappointed that the tent doesn't fit uh, the way that I expected it to. Um, but, you know, I mean, that, this is the nature of the thing, right? Like, if everything was that easy, then, you know, it, it would just be too easy, probably. Anybody would do it. Um, again, if you are trying to replicate my tent build and you want to do things the same way that I did then I would definitely recommend maybe cutting down your box to say, 
seven foot, maybe just slightly over seven foot, seven, seven foot one. Um, worst case, the tent may be a little loose, but you can stretch it and tighten it, right? Like you could cut the tent more and make it fit. But when it's, when the box is too big for the tent, there's not a lot that you can do. Then you're talking about sewing and making, you know, patching areas and things like that. And that's not ideal. That's not what I really wanted to do. Um, so again, if, if it was me doing it over again, if I was you watching this video, I'd recommend maybe go with like a seven foot box just to be super safe. That should give you plenty of material to get over it. It does seem to be 36 inches wide. So that was no problem. And it does also seem to be about three feet tall. Um, but so if you just cut the box down to seven feet just to be super safe, then that would save you extra length that you're going to have hanging off your roof. And it would also make it so that the tent's going to fit better. So hope that's helpful. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for listening on the podcast. Um, appreciate all of you. And I'm glad that you're here. Uh, as usual, definitely, you know, click the like button if you're on YouTube and you like the video, leave some comments down below. I'd love to chat with you. I'd love to hear from you. If you have questions, um, if you have ideas, if you have ideas for how to fix my problem with the tent, again, I think I have an idea for it, but there may be a better one. So if you guys know something, definitely comment down below and let me know what you think. And uh, yeah, stay tuned because we're just about wrapped up. So next steps are going to be putting the hinge on, putting the latches on, um, attaching the tent to the inside via the rivets, the canvas snaps, and then um, basically getting it mounted on the roof. So we're really close. Um, so maybe another couple weeks. So maybe by the next time we I do a podcast on this, it'll be done. And I'll be able to show you guys slash describe exactly how it came out and what other issues I ran into because I'm sure there will be some. Um, but so again, thanks for watching. Thanks for checking out the video. Click the subscribe button and there will be more to come. So take care, guys. Talk to you soon.